Welcome to the forecast. With me today, to my right, is the A to the P, the Mr. A.P. Keaton. How are you doing? Well, pretty good. How are you? And with him today, also, Garrett, Mr. Gary Walls. How are you doing? Hey, how's that happening? Two R's. And I am Marvin. This is the uh, forecast for September uh, 6, uh, 2017. Uh, I almost said the wrong date because we're doing this on, a, on Monday instead of a Tuesday. Uh... Let's start out with these comics. Dark Horse Comics only got three of them, so might as well just mention them. Yusaki Ujimbo 161, and actually, not two, and uh, Predator Hunters number five. So if you want to get those two books, those will be out this Wednesday. DC Comics, that's Detective Comics, Alex. Uh, Bane Conquest, number five of 12. How's number four, guys? I really enjoyed it. The series, <laughs> it's turned around. Like it, At first was like, meh, and now it's like picking up pretty good. Issue one was boring as crap. Two, yeah. three, and four. Eh. If it keeps going the way it's going, it's, it's going to be good. But you never know. One was shit. the weakest, absolutely. Agreed. Batman number 30. This is Tim King, Clay Man, Mikhail Janin on the cover. This is The Ballad of Ka- uh, Kite Man Part 2. This is uh, the second interlude of War and Joking Riddles. This is the second part of the Kite Man story. Uh, the first part was really excellent, so I'm really looking forward to this. What about you guys? I feel like this arc's really drawn out. Yep. You know, I like how there has to be another interlude. That's it was bad. literally interlude it's to issues. To be done by now. Yeah. But do you yeah, guys like, like the, the first kite, one? I'll admit, I'll admit, Kite Man number one was good. It was good. Was that last interlude was good. I'm just saying that this whole jokes and riddles could be finished by now. We didn't have to have these breaks. But if you like the issues, what's the point? I mean, what does it matter if it's going to be over or not? Because if they're going to do interludes, then give us the fucking Deathstroke Deadshot War. Well, you're telling us a story that's already finished. The Kite Man, like this, uh, Tom King says to Kite Man, this is uh, a lot to do with Kite Man, so that's why he has his own. Yeah, it's his justification. <laughs> just to get us, just to get a Kite Man story in. And it was excellent. Don't tell me it wasn't excellent. It was good. Uh, really looking forward to it. No, McKill Janet, though. It's Clay Man. Clay Man's fine. I'll deal with Clay Man. Who did the last um, Kite Man story, though? Wasn't it Clay Man? No. Um, I believe. I don't know who it was. I can look that up here in a second. Uh, Deathstroke number 23. That is uh, Christopher Priest uh, on the Defiance Part 3. Uh, on the cover already. Deathstroke already getting uh, stabbed in the back. Uh one of DC's uh, best books that nobody's reading, at least on this show. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Uh, what? You're still getting it, aren't you, Marvin? I am. Okay. Still enjoying so at least it. someone on the show reads it. I mean, yeah, you too. So your statement's false. The best book nobody else is getting. But you know what, Garrett, I'm, I already know Garrett is calling it his pick of the week, Green Arrow number 30, Ben Percy, and Otto Schmidt, Hard Dude. Traveling Hero Part 5. This is... Uh, the day Oliver Queen has dreaded for years has finally arrived. Green Arrow, DC, is the most stubborn, most hot-headed hero, needs help from the last person he ever wanted to ask, Hal Jordan. Dude, this issue is going to be great. Like I said in the last time we talked about Green Arrow, he's basically meeting with each huge member of DC. I mean, Justice League loosely, because, you know, Hal's obviously not in the Justice League right now. But, yeah, and especially with Otto Schmidt being back on art, it'll be a great issue, absolutely. Green Lanterns, number 30. That is Sam Humphreys, uh, Carlos uh, Babira, Matt Saratorli, 
Out of Time Part 5, Jessica, Simon, and the first seven bearers of the Green Lantern face Valtum in the past as he holds the Guardians of the Universe hostage. Oh, that's a pretty cool cover. At least the original one. I'm not looking at the very one. Uh, Green Lantern, yeah. Garrett, still liking it? Yeah, I still like it. You know, I think this is honestly one of the weaker arcs, and especially for Sam Humphrey's last tip hit hurrah <coughs> on this book. It's kind of sad, I think, but uh, it's still been like the story's fine. I just think it's like taking a step backwards being the whole lost in time thing, but so. Injustice 2, number 9. This is Tom Taylor, uh, Daniel Sampery. This is uh, the book that Garrett's been touting for the last couple of weeks, saying it's great. I guess nine oh, weeks. Oh, man. Uh, More like five years. Who do we I mean, this, yeah, is like whatever. But Tom Taylor is a fucking genius. Like, you should all go back and read books by Tom Taylor. Because he is just one of the best writers out there. Hey, who's on the cover here next to Batman to the right? Um, that is Wildcat. Yeah, it's Wildcat, Black Canary's trainer, dude. Oh, okay. Uh, Justice Two, number nine. Tom Taylor, like I said, is back in the book. So go and check that out. It's an Elseworlds tale. If you're looking to get something new, and Justice Garrett recommended it last week. Oh, that's not. Nobody gets Justice League. Nightwing number twenty-eight. This is uh, Tim Seeley, Javi Fernandez. This is Spiral, the finale. Mr. uh, Minos has returned to hijack Nightwing's brain and steal all his superhero secrets. Uh, We're coming to the end of this uh, arc. Are you guys still disappointed that they went back to Spiral, or does it turn out okay? Uh, I didn't really enjoy the last issue that much. Um, I don't know. I mean, the whole... I don't know what to think of it. I always thought Tiger was bad, and then when you find out that Tiger's been, what, chained up to the wall... He's cloned. And he's a clone. It's like, yeah. Honestly, didn't give a shit. Yeah, I think they're counting on too many people have read it, have read Grayson before picking up this run of Nightwing. And I don't know, like, eh. Honestly, it's a bad taste problem, in my mouth. Well, and the problem is that Grayson left a bad taste in my mouth the last, yeah. what was it, four or five issues that Seeley wasn't on. Right, or so if, if Seeley had told the story to the end Grayson, great. But since it wasn't wasn't told the way I think he would have told it, yeah, and th- and this would this. this would be better. Like you guys were saying when it was starting as an arc, like maybe if it was like an epilogue to Grayson or somewhat. But it's not that. It's basically putting Spyro in the Nightwing universe and being like, "Hey, remember when we used to be spies?" Like that's all it is. Uh, Superman number thirty. This is uh, Peter J. Tomasi, Patrick Gleason, Keith Champagne, and uh, Jaime Mendoza doing the art. Also, Doug Ranky doing the art, it looks like. Uh, Fear Itself, part two. Garrett said part one was pretty great. Uh, looking forward to this, Garrett? Did you finally read 29, Marvin? I haven't read it yet. What the oh, fuck? I mean, I There's got so many spoilers in that book. I've told you to read that book. Well, I'm going to read it because we're talking about 30 oh. on the show. Spoilers for the show, but I mean, I'll read it. I know. You need to read. Uh, you should have been like, the amount of knowledge you're going to acquire reading issue 29 We'll change all Knowledge the other books for, that you're reading. For what book? I can't tell you. It's a lot of books. A lot of books. I doubt There's it's that important. Nobody, they didn't say anything about reading this book. I've told you for it's fucking last weeks. You have. I mean, you thing. have. Nobody else has told me that. Uh, Alex did. <laughs> it's because you told me that. Else. I'll read it. Yeah. 
We told you last week on the show. Read it. That was a good read. That's probably one of my favorite Superman issues. When you read it, Marvin, you're going to be like, I should have read this weeks ago. Then you're going to yell at us for not telling you to read it. IDW Publishing. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> IDW Publishing. Oh, nothing left. But, I no, guess, nope. hey, I guess uh, Disney doesn't tra- trust Marvel printing their Star Wars books. Star Wars Adventures from IDW. There you go. What? In all ages, Star Wars yeah, comic. If you look at that cover, those covers are not good. They're for kids. It says all ages Star Wars books. This actually, I looked at this and I was like, oh, maybe I should get this and uh, save them for when Jack's older. There we go. Star Wars Adventures. So if you look, you have a little kid trying to get him in the comics, there you go. Start it there. If they're into Star Wars. If they're like Alex and uh, Anomaly, don't, uh, don't start there. Image <laughs> Comics. This is uh, Kingsman Red Diamond Part 1 of 6. This is Mark Miller. Uh, the no, second. it's not. It's not? Oh, Rob Williams. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, mm. Rob Williams is writing it, but I'm Simon definitely Simon Fraser. Yes. Well, this just took all the air out of my sales for this book. <laughs> I say if, if it were Mark Miller, I'd get it. I would too in a, like in a second, shits. but not that we, I don't like Rob Williams. We like them on unfollow, but now nah, we'll see. I guess. I don't know. Garrett, let me know what it is. But you looking forward to this, Garrett, you said? Yeah, I am. I mean, it's a direct comic sequel, so I mean, they said they weren't going to do comics because like, Mark Miller's like, oh, I'll just do the movies and then they're making a comic, so it's like, alright. That's the first time like he yeah. hasn't done a sequel to oh, his own book. Well, I guess he's been playing with that, you know, with his annuals. Hmm. See, that guy wears himself so thin, I don't think he's going to work on any projects anymore. Well, he's working on now probably making, developing for TV for Marvel. Yeah. Marvel. I mean, Netflix. Netflix. Uh, Postal number 22. This is Brian Hill, Isaac Goodhart. Uh, Gary, still get Postal? Absolutely, yeah. This is like a hidden gem. It's just like a, a city gone rampant. And it's the art's amazing. Um, yeah. It, that needs to become a TV show. Like, that's one that people would be freaking blown away by. It's a town full of former, like, murderers and stuff like that. Is that right? Yeah. Right. It's like. It's just a place where they can kind of hang out where the law doesn't, like, the government's not, like, onto them. Uh, Postal, if you uh, want to look and see how you can check it out, uh, issues one through eight on Hoopla. There you go. Want to check it out. Uh, Scales and Scoundrels, number one. This is Sebastian Gardner and uh, Galad on art. This is the writer of uh, Shirtless Bear Fighter. Uh, bringing a fantasy tale to image comics. This looks like it's, I want, I read the preview for this. We're not read the preview. I looked at the art. I just don't see how the art was. It looks like it's going to be like a fun, uh, kind of fantasy book. And I think like pure fantasy, uh, I'm missing out on that right now. Hey, Alex, what happened to autumn lands tooth and claw? I'm not a hundred percent sure. And it ended, I believe it was that issue 14, but I haven't seen it in months. They announced so I think like it was going to 18, and then all of a sudden it dropped off the earth. I don't know what happened to it. I know that there's supposed to be an ending to it, but I don't know if uh, if there's a break or if it's just a indefinite delays. Anyways, this book here, Scales and, uh, Scales and Scoundrels, it's hard to make an honest living in a land brimming with magic and mystery. And a treasure hunter, uh, Lavander, is tired of being a penniless adventurer. Ever in search of gold and glory, she sets up on, for a fabled dungeon, the Dragon Maw, an ancient labyrinth, at the bottom of which slumbers endless wealth. 
or certain doom. So it just sounds like a fun uh, fantasy thing, and I think I'm into it. I'm going to try it out. Alex, you said you're going to try it out too, right? Oh, yeah. It's been on my list for a couple weeks now. I'm trying out as well. Oh, you are? Okay. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. you said you were. Uh, the uh, art looks really great. I like that, how the art looks. So should be fun. Speaking of fantasy, 7 to Eternity, number 9. This is Rick Remender, Jermaine Opeña, back. End of the story arc. This is the last <laughs> issue before a break. Did Adam... <laughs> Is this really the last issue before a break? Didn't this just come back like two issues ago? Kind of a slap in the face, isn't it? You know, this is like, this would be the issue that's going to determine whether I'm jumping on that third arc. Well, it's going to be the end. So yeah, this would be a good place to either jump off or decide you're going to stay on. So did Adam, how do you say his last name? Osiris. Osiris uh, set out to save the world from the terror of the Mad King or save himself. Don't miss the chilling Finale to the second chapter of Rick Remender and Jermaine Opinion's fanta- fantasy epic. Uh, yeah, like you said, this will be it. Like, I mean, I'm still into it, I think, more than you two, but I can see what mm-hmm. you guys are saying. Like, this is either going to tell us where it's going to and if it's worth staying on or if uh, it's not really something where, where you guys are interested in anymore. Well, I, I don't want, I don't want to be teased. Sucks. Yeah, I don't want to be teased by Opinia's art one out of six issues. Like, I'd rather have a consistent artist, A, and B, like, the story structure is kind of all over the place. So. I, I think regardless of how this issue ends, I'll probably still continue to get it for the fact it's Rick Remender, and I like Rick Remender. I'm just, I was disappointed in issues seven and eight. wasn't what I was expecting. No, I think that first arc was really strong. Second one is not bad, but I mean... It's not what that first arc was. But yeah, those two, it's, those two issues really threw off the uh, pacing of the story. Because now we're going to have one issue with Adam again in the Mud King. And then it goes on a break. So it kind of ruins that pacing that we had. Yeah. And that cantina issue. Oof. <laughs> Walking Dead 171. This is Robert Kirkman. Art is by Stefano uh, Guadano and Cliff Ratburn. Uh, Dave Stewart on the cover. Fear the princess. Who is she and what does she want? I am actually behind a couple issues, so no spoilers on this princess. But, um, Garrett, how's Walking Dead going? Amazing. I mean, you know, with all the things that happened in the last event, um, you know, spoilers, but uh, if you check what out what happened there, like this is all the fallout and like what they're going to do next. And, you know, you think that there'd be Robert Kirkman be running out of ideas, but it's, it still feels like he's got quite a bit in the tank left on this series. So it's been going great. I mean, besides the ones I haven't caught up on, but this is a book that I feel like people are getting tired of the show. So the book kind of uh, got lumped in with it. And uh, Mm -hmm. I don't think it's fair. I think the book is actually doing really well and doing what the show can't do. And it's keeping all these characters fresh and keeping the story fresh. I agree. I agree with that. Absolutely. Because like, I I feel like the Walking Dead buzz is way down, way down. Yeah, I think that show brought it down. I mean, the show, those characters basically became cliches of themselves. And that's all like you can tell on the show what, what they're going to do. Like, oh, that's classic Rick. Oh, that's classic, you know, um, uh, Michonne. But on the, the book, it's way different. They actually feel like real people. And so I'm looking forward to where he goes. It's 171. I mean, if you're going to jump on, we talked about last week, new books for new readers. Get the compendiums. You probably can find... I think they're like 30 bucks each. Uh, see if you're into it. Get the first one. Read it. And then I guarantee you, you'll probably keep going. Maybe not. Alex didn't keep going, but <laughs> some other people would. Uh, Marvel Comics. Uh, 
they sell celebrating their uh, achievement with a separate secret empire. Ooh, Jesus. Secret empire last week. Uh, Astonishing X-Men number three. This is Charles Soule. And who's the artist of this one? It's Ed McGinnis. Shadow King Showdown. Uh, Garrett, how's uh, Astonishing X-Men going? I dropped it. Oh, you did. But Alex is mm-hmm. on it. <laughs> yeah, I still get it. Um, what do you think of that actually, cover, Alex? I, I that cover's made for you. Pretty much. I don't say all it is is Wolverine, so I'm sold. <laughs> I uh, it's been it's good. It's a good book. It's um, all. I'm over. excited to see where it continues to go. And I think the big thing for me that's so far winning me over is that I like Shadow King. This book should just be called Inception. It's a dream. <laughs> Look at that cover, Alex. It's all Wolverine, even a, the dead Wolverine in the in the sand. Yeah, I know, right? Even though he's like, might as well just call this Alex. Even though he's encased in antimantium, I mean, we're, we're assuming he's dead. Uh, Daredevil number twenty six. This is a brand new arc. If you want to jump on uh, Daredevil, this will be the place. Charles Soule, Ron Garney, Land of the Blind starts here. That's a great cover. I mean, and Garney's back. He's back. We've been waiting for him. A mysterious invitation from the long-awaited ally sends Daredevil on a quest halfway around the world. I think this whole thing sounds like it's going to be awesome. It takes place in rural China. It's uh, back more with, I know for a while we didn't like him, but now, I mean, uh, what, what's his name again? Blind, blind shot? Blind spot. Blind spot. That's his name. Uh, he's back. Like I mean, him more now that he's actually blind. He's actually blind. Uh, he got messed up from Muse. Who knows where his head's at? It looks like he's evil. I don't know. He's got red eyes. I assume that's evil, right? No, he already had red eyes. Oh, okay. Well, he's in the background kind of ominously. So, uh, You guys looking forward to Daredevil after that last arc? You know, that last arc was kind of a downer, right? I think I speak for everybody when I say oh, that. In all honesty, if Garney wasn't going to be on this, this issue or if it wasn't a good artist, I was going to drop DD because I could have given two shits then. Uh-huh. I'm really looking forward I, to his return. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I think that Garney and Soul working together will definitely improve, obviously, the story of this next arc, but... I say that whenever Blindspot was involved wasn't as good for me, but we'll see. But it seems the like... Mu- I thought the Muse uh, arc was good with yeah, Blindspot. Yeah, it's supposed to be Blindspot. But I'll agree, the earlier issues with Muse had nothing to do with anything. Minus the first... Other than being a sidekick. Minus the first Blindspot. six issues, I believe that when Charles Soule tries to do... Even though I like this about Daredevil, but when he tries to do the... Uh, Matt Murdock lawyer, even though Charles is a lawyer, I think he's like too inside baseball. So like the guy can't make a good story out of it because he's trying to make it accurate. So when, but when he does other stuff, when he does the Muse story, when he does, um, he did that, those couple issues that were like kind of one shots, then he's like in his element. And I think actually this will be good because it's going to be take place in a totally uh, foreign land and hopefully we get a good adventure book out of it. Uh, Generations, number one, this is Iron Man, Iron Heart, Brian, Michael Bendis, Marco, Rudy, uh, Garrett, you usually get these Iron Man books. Can you get this one? No, I'm not getting any Generation books anymore. I think like that that Wolverine was good, but I was like, eh, five bucks for a tale that probably is not going to matter. Team of things. Yeah, I mean, if you're very interested in Iron Man Iron, Iron Heart, I would get this. But I mean, if you're outside of that world, like I don't get any of those two books. I don't think Alex does. I don't think this is something for us, though. If you're really into not them, anymore. though, like you're going to get it. What's that, Alex? I said not anymore, unless it was uh, Dr. Doom's Iron Man, which it's not. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. If he was him, I would. 
I would have thought about it really hard about and maybe gone in. Hawk I number ten. This is Kelly Thompson, Leonardo Romero. Uh, Kate Bishop is not being herself. She's being way extra troublesome, which is since this is Kate says a lot. Uh, the enemy within. It says right in the cover there. A pretty good cover again. Uh, Hawkeye, what I'm calling one of Marvel's best books. Uh, Alex, you believe? I mean, you agree? Oh, hell yeah. If nothing else, these, these covers are amazing. And it honestly reminds me, at least a suggestion towards the Fraction run, where it's not this big superhero book. It's just focused on Kate and those close around her, along with the bad guy. If that makes sense. I think it's one of... Marvel's most fun books, but it's not 100% like jokey. You know what I mean? There's that part about her mom and dad that's kind of like keeps it's the spine of the book. It keeps it serious enough, but around it, her adventures are fun enough that I never feel like it's too serious or too jokey. It's good. I would jump on it if you're looking for a new Marvel book. Jessica Jones, number 12. This is Brian Michael Bennis, Michael Gatos, and Javier Paludo. This Garrett, Jessica Jones, number 10. Let me ask you a question. Or 12, excuse me. 12. Uh, before we start, are you looking at the cover? Yeah. Uh, how much does it bother you that Marvel has so many things on there? Digital content, parental advisory, Inhumans coming out. Like, let that cover breathe, baby. <laughs> What's going on here? I know. I mean, since I can still see a majority of the cover, like, even on the old alias stuff, like, I don't know. There was still a lot of, like, old marketing tools used on the cover. So it's like... It's fine, but How's it is on? annoying. Uh, amazing. I mean, I cannot say it enough. If you read Alias and you read this, you're not skipping a beat at all. Like, yeah, like there's been like a decade's worth of comics between then and now, but holy shit, this book is, it's like wishing that, like, say, like five years from now that uh, uh, Mark Wade and Chris Sammy got back on Daredevil again, and then everything that happened in between basically they just fucking ignore and go from arc to arc. Like that's what it's like. Uh, Garrett, it's, did you start Jessica Jones before you read Elias? The show? No, the, this book, this this new series. I wouldn't, I didn't let myself read this until I started reading oh, okay. Alias. I was buying the issues. It was like, well, I bought the whole run of Alias. So I want to make sure that I get the continuation. Well, I was just curious if somebody watched that show and they're interested in Jessica Jones, could they start at this new mini? This yeah, this new series. mini you could start like basically that first issue of Jessica Jones kind of does a little dabbling within her like mindset of like what's happened in her past. So look, you don't need to read Alias, but I mean, I think yeah. it helps in readers enjoy the experience more if you have. Well, if you watch the TV show and you want to get into Jessica Jones, read this, and then if you want, there's more to go back on, so you can go and get that too. Uh, journey to the last Jedi captain, uh, Phasma one of four. You know what? I was going to pass by this book, but then I looked at it and I looked at this team. We have Kelly Thompson writing it. We have, uh, Marco, uh, Cicchetto doing the art. He did the art for, um, that, uh, journey to star Wars, that Greg Rucker. Shattered empire. Shattered empire. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, now look at the preview. Doesn't look too bad. I might get this. I mean, this is a character in the movies that had like no screen time. So, really, I guess Kelly can do whatever they want with her. I mean, granted how much they're going to give her room to uh, tell her story, but that might be fun to read if you're actually into Star Wars. So, I might get that. Yeah. Um, whoa, I got scared for a second. Secret Empire 10 of 10, but it's only the uh, Alex Ross the variant cover. I thought maybe it was out again. I was like, oof, I thought that we're done. <laughs> uh, 
guess all one. Don't forget your Venomverse one of five. This is his start of his uh, event. Venom, the epic of the fall starts here. Garrett, did you I don't think, do that? I don't think. I don't think Corey's going to get it. Oh, he's not. Oh, okay. To be honest, no. He'll get the Venom book, but not Venomverse. Because Venomverse technically is its own thing. It's just Marvel Universe Venomized. So. But I know something you're getting, Garrett, because you're on that gold train. X-Men Gold number 11. This is Mark Guttenheim, <laughs> Land Mandina. You actually skipped Star Wars Darth Vader number 5, but because uh, that book's fucking great, no matter what anyone says or puts on any burn piles. <laughs> Charles Soule. Um, <laughs> Uh, Giuseppe Camicoli. Oh, that cover's pretty great. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Uh, see this book still good? Yeah, it's been about him making his uh, lightsaber, like his one he uses, the red one. So that's been fun. Um, and actually, dropping X-Men Gold, I'm off. He's off the gold train. I'm off gold and blue, so I'm only getting Weapon X now. Wow, you really uh, fell off that X-Men train. Is gold not that great anymore? Or is it just you just not into You know, to be honest, um, guest artist slash Ken Lashley's art, it's not that good. And I don't know enough about like Omega Red to like give a shit. So I'm like, I don't know. It's just not enough for me. I think it like me not knowing anything about X-Men to an, like, to an extent, I feel really alienated and like not welcome as a new reader. So I'm like, eh, I'm just going to drop off. Uh, some more comics coming out tomorrow. I mean, this is a big if. Four kids walking to make number five. Is that really going to come out tomorrow? I don't know. It's solicited to. Uh, I guess it's on the list. I don't know whether or not to look forward to it or just be surprised when we get there. It's a good book, but it never comes out. Like if, when this thing comes out in trade, if you were interested in it now, I would say wait for that trade and then read it. Yeah. Don't wait Is like this us. hypothetically the last issue? I think it was only five, right? This is the bank. This is the big five, bank but issue. But who knows? With all the delays, maybe they may, they're making more. With all the delays, he's probably going to want to finish it up so he can go back to making money at Marvel. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, if this does come out tomorrow, if you want to make sure I uh, have it in my box there, because they only only get like three, and that's going to be us three, I guess. <laughs> Let's see what else we got here. Animosity the Rise number three. You guys get Animosity the Rise is with one of the middies popping out of Animosity. Yep. Yep. Wait, I thought you dropped Animosity out. No, actually I picked it up. Oh, you did? Oh, cool. Oh, I remember. Okay, never mind. Caught up in my mind. But yeah, uh, great series. This Rise one, I feel like is like, Animosity is a very brutal book in it, but Animosity the Rise, I feel like, is like X. Like rated X. If like rated R was animosity, this is like holy shit, murderous animals. Like you wouldn't believe. I think I enjoy Rise more, and maybe it is for the fact it's it's less about all these. It's from what I know, the front cover usually has the the main creature they talk about. Like in issue two, it's the fruit bat that every human has their um, guide animal that allows them to go places. So hopefully, the seal makes an appearance because. This cover is so freaking scary. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, something we didn't mention last week, but I actually thought about it afterwards. Would uh, Animosity be a good book for somebody new to jump on? Like if they went back and read it from one? I would say so, but you got to be used. Like to be, I'm not saying that people could be queasy, but I mean, it's a very violent book. So if you're, you know, 
typically I picture like a new reader book, like it like eases you into the action and the story. This one, it's like literally blood and shit everywhere, like all the time. I say this in all honesty, maybe I'm, I go about it the wrong way, but there's issues in this book that are really strong. There are issues in this book that are really weak. There's issues in this book or series that piss the crap out of me. So it's, I mean, it's, it's got its full range of spectrum. I would think you almost need to be more of a um, seasoned reader. Kind of, yeah. I don't know if I would say, hey, here's the book. Try reading it. Enjoy it. It's a lot to take on for somebody that doesn't read comics, I think. Yeah. Uh, those are the books for this week, September 6, 2017. Uh, Garrett, what's your most anticipated book? Hmm. Come back to me. I'm going to Alex, double check. Scales and Scoundrels, number one. Scales and Scoundrels, number one. That's a new jumping on point. Obviously, it's number one. <laughs> but if you want to look for a new image book, uh, go check that out. You guys have been enjoying Shirtless Bear Fighter, so that writer's pretty good. Yeah, that book's been funny. Like, it's really good. I would say Superman, to be honest. Superman, number 30. Superman 29, like, blew my fucking mind. So I feel like 30 could keep going on that wave, hopefully. Alex, what did you say? Scales and Scoundrels, number one. I know, but you said something, and then but Garrett talked over you. What did you, you said that book's good? The uh, Shirtless Bear Fighter? Oh, I said I'm hoping that Scales and Scoundrels is just as funny. Oh, okay. Yeah, th- that's what I assume. For, I look at the art, and it kind of looked like that. kind of looked like it would be the same vine, vein. Uh, Superman, uh, I look forward to it when I read 29. We'll see how, uh, if I enjoyed it or not. But <laughs> And then you get to wait one day from that revelation. We'll, we've been waiting a whole two weeks. Uh, Has it been two weeks? It feels like three weeks almost. It might be because there was a fifth week, I guess, so of August. There's two books I'm looking forward to. That is Batman, number 30, for the uh, second part of the Kite Man story. I thought the first one was really strong. I'm looking forward to the second part. Um, Speaking of, uh, we were talking about Watchmen a couple weeks ago, and uh, the first one, I believe, was told in six panel grids. No, nine panel grids, if I remember correctly. So you get a little bit of that. I'm also looking forward to, if it comes out, Four kids walking to the bank number five. Because I'm just I'm just hoping just to be done with that and read it all. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. I mean it was we liked it. The only thing we don't like is when a book takes forever to come out and they solicit it and they go, Hey, it's coming out this week and then it doesn't show up. Or hey, it's coming out this week and they take it off the last second. So this right. seems like it's the light at the end of the tunnel, so we'll get that story finally. Um Alex, how's the weather looking? Weather is looking great. Nice day. Go get your books. Go to, go have a picnic. Take your books with you. Don't eat and read at the same time because you'll fill. But you can go outside and enjoy that weather. Alex, I had a donut the other day while I was reading a comic. What do you think of that? Horrible. <laughs> well, well, it depends what kind of donut. Glazed. Was it, glazed? it was glazed. Of course. You got that glazing all over your book. And when someone else goes to open it, they can't get the pages because they're sealed together. Then you get blamed for something else. Yeah, I was using my other hand. I mean, the glaze didn't touch Whoa. the page. <laughs> Just the cover. Uh, well, the cover was bent over. Uh, Alex, I mean, Garrett, how's the roads looking tomorrow? You know, finally, it's been like two to three weeks of like your heavy traffic. This one's backing off a little bit. Like there's still a lot of great books. I don't think there's any heavy hitters that are going to like knock you off your like. 
that are going to like knock you into your chair kind of thing. I think if you, you know, you sleep in a little bit, you know, maybe have a little coffee, take your time getting there today because you'll be covered. But once you're on the road, move it along, move it along. (laughs) (laughs) If you, uh, I think we all would agree. If you got a friend who's wanting to get into comics, maybe take them with you or buy them an issue. Let them get into it. Uh, spread the love of comics. That's what we said on Twitter. And also remember to uh, visit us on Twitter at Wednesday comics or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Wednesday comics podcast. Uh, we'll see you on Sunday for the forecast. I've been Marvin. I'm Alex. And I'm Garrett. Everyone stay dry and keep reading those books.